Yo, yo, yo. What's up, people? What up? Pull up a chair. Join us at the Hip Hop Roundtable. It's Landon Hill on the mic. We all forgot to my right. Young Dev, as always. Young Dev. And then, of course, uh, up there in Berkeley. What's going on, Mr. Mylon Drake? What's going on, man? Uh, you know me. I'm in, the, I'm in the building and in these streets trying to save these kids, man. Trying to save these kids, man. It's, it's a lot to be uh, saved from, oh, obviously. Man. We got Dev told us about some disturbing stuff happening in LA. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna be in the streets. Yeah, some you know, next. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you know next, it's rough when you got Dev off the street. The next 100 days, I'm yeah, not gonna be in the streets. it's like some gang stuff happening. I don't even. It, it's a lot of stuff, and then we got the whole. Sandra Bland situation was I'm not gonna front man today. I don't know why today. It's just like it had me like lightweight depressed. So I'm glad we're doing a podcast because I I could kind of break away because um, this whole thing and conspiracies and all of that got my mind like running a hundred different directions. So, um, but but obviously of course I think we I can speak for all of us when we say we absolutely want justice uh, for Sandra Bland. We stand with her with her family. Um, and of course, I mean, this is just another case of we got to figure something out one way or another. Um, so, I mean, part of the reason we do this podcast is to address these issues, although it a lot of times it pertains to rap, it, it, it pertains to things outside of rap as well. So, um, you know, we just we want to make sure that this is one of our many contributions, hopefully. Um, so that said, fellas, we were going we were going to discuss kind of this uh you know, underrated or underappreciated rappers or artists, but one thing that that got the whole hip hop world uh, just topsy turvy for whatever reason is this whole Meek Mill Drake uh, beef, quote unquote. But, but is it really a beef? Because Drake, it's not still really a beef. Hasn't. It's not really a beef, but just the whole controversy, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I think, and y'all fill in any gaps that I might be missing because I really didn't pay like a lot of attention. It just kept coming up so from what i know meek mill went on like a, i don't know it was an instagram or twitter, twitter rant something mm-hmm. like that and essentially amidst all of that said that drake didn't write his own lyrics um and i don't know how he, he or his camp found out but apparently they said that they found out one way or another that drake did not write one of the rhymes that was on uh his album um, and so I haven't heard the album yet. I don't know if anybody else has. I don't know what the song or the album sounds like. But um, and so Drake, he claimed that Drake didn't write those lyrics, and so he wanted to tell people because he didn't want to basically give his fans any fake stuff. Um, and so that's kind of what kicked all of this off. Yeah. Uh, we we're not the gossip uh, podcast, but. This does bring about we can, yeah, an interesting point and, and discuss where hip-hop stands, where it lies uh, in terms of ghostwriting and, and the role that ghostwriting has played uh, within hip-hop. So, uh, I mean, a lot of different ways we can go with this, fellas, but I guess just before we dig deeper, just initial thoughts, what, what has always been your opinion about ghostwriting Especially as it pertains to hip hop, Dev, you want to jump I'll in? I'll go first. Um, with, with me, especially when it comes to comparing rappers and trying to see who's the best and stuff like that, like ghostwriting, just in a logical sense, just can't be 
something that's accepted. You know what I mean? Like just for the simple fact of when you're trying to compare lyricist, lyricist by definition means the, like words that you say or write or thought of and stuff like that. So first, like first and foremost, ghostwriting as far as that. I would say it just it can't be accepted, especially if you're gonna try to throw your name in the amongst of rankings. But I will say, with over the years, how much as consumers and fans, how much we need content and we just need track after track, album after album, that you know rappers can get exhausted in writing. You know what I mean? So unless you've been writing and got uh, encyclopedia of, of, of rhymes like Tupac did. <laughs> hey, Tupac got a game you know? <laughs> Unless, you know, that happens, I, I really can't see any rapper keeping up with the standard that we have placed now as consumers. So I understand why ghostwriting is out there. And then, you know, as we go along, I'll bring up more points that, you know, people have said about ghostwriting. So... That is my initial take, that it shouldn't be accepted, especially if you're going to put yourself in the rankings of different rappers and lyricists. Mylon, go ahead. Uh, I I agree with, with, with some of the majority of what Dev just said. I, I feel like we have to remember hip-hop is it continues to be an, an, an onion of sorts that we that gets examined on certain media platforms as just an apple or an orange, um, maybe with a layer or two, a component or two or three at best, but there's so many different layers because when you think of somebody's voice on a track, then we could be talking about written, freestyle, battle. I mean, totally. I mean, you and I have had this conversation, Landon, totally no place for written rhymes when when you on on sway on the wake up show and he's like <laughs> yo yo freestyle five you know five mics of death <laughs> now but but to dev's defense i've heard sway say several times because he's trying to you know give these cats a crutch like i mean spit whatever dog like if it's written mm-hmm. i mean just just say something because i already know half you cats can't freestyle anyway so I'll take whatever you got. If, if if it's something you wrote on the elevator, fine. But we all know the wake-up show back in the Bay, uh, one of the greatest freestyle, I mean, battle, MC battles between the Hobo Junction and the Hieroglyphics, two rap groups from Oakland. That was the debate that some of the stuff, you know, Saphir was winning the battle because he was coming off the head and making claims that cats on the other side of the table from high roll, from high roll was spitting written raps and it's like what are you doing you want to come get me if you go it's like dev said if you're supposed to be better than me come get me off the top but don't come get me with stuff you wrote that y'all been thinking about all week like mm-hmm. that's whack and it's just no place for it so we will definitely di- delve in further or deeper into the off eth- the 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 moral and ethic ethics behind my opinion on Written or ghost written. His own opinion ghost- needs morals and ethics. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying like it's, it's it's by itself. It's over there in the cuts by itself. It's, you know, uh, uh, I mean, I think you can ghost. I words, think you can he's ghost. Cooking up the nuke as we speak. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm definitely I'm definitely okay with uh, an occasional ghost ride of the whip, but I'm not so sure about ghost riding the lyrics. Yeah. I'm just I'm just not too sure. We shall see.
Land and Hill. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I pretty much agree with y'all. Um, but I mean, I think for me, it it really, it's about how you represent yourself or how you want to be, you know, how you present yourself as a as an artist or as an MC specifically, right? Because I, I think I would say probably ninety eight to ninety nine percent of people who get behind a mic. Uh, would claim or say that they are writing their own lyrics that you know this is what they do or at least they're not saying otherwise right um, and and so I think that if that is your claim then you should be writing your own rhymes and I think that it has been documented throughout hip hop history that uh, somebody else writing your rhymes and not being mentioned for that is is whack it's just not accepted um I think it's something different when we start talking about uh, producers. You know, you think about the Dr. Dre's and the Diddy's and all of that, um, who obviously have had stuff ghostwritten and they've been vocal about that. So, you know, although they stepped into the MC ring, so to speak, they never necessarily, they, I think they always kind of counted themselves as producers first. Um, and so that's where I think, you know, ghost ghostwriting gets, uh, I don't even know if it gets tricky because, again, they, they, they didn't necessarily hide the fact that. Like this is what they were writing, you know. So, um, so I think for the most part, I, I agree with though. If you're gonna step in here and you're gonna say that you're an MC or you're a rapper and you know you keep it real and whatever else, any other kind of uh, common or corny uh, sayings or phrases that that rappers like to use, uh, you need to be writing your own stuff. Um, so, and, and I think that you know this is kind of where Lupe came in and he wrote this letter from rappers. Uh, or from a rapper to rappers um, and I'll just read the first few sentences here because I think that we can kind of pick up from what he said um, and he says uh, to rappers from a rapper simply write your own rhymes as much as you can if you are able ghostwriting or borrowing lines or taking suggestions from the room has always been in rap and will always be in rap it is nothing to go crazy over or to be offended about unless you are someone who postures him or herself on the importance of authenticity and tries to portray that quality to your fans or the public at large. Um, so, then we might have a problem. Some of the most pivotal, uh, pivotal, pivotal moments in rap uh, have been ghostwritten verses. This leads to a bigger point. Rapping is not easy. Is not an easy thing to do. And then he kind of goes on from there. But uh, I think that that I, I mean that all of that I think kind of taught. Uh, gets to what we're what we're talking about mm-hmm. um, but especially that part of a lot of pivotal moments in rap being ghostwritten um, so I don't know just of all of Lupe's you know that that one little fraction this was like uh, there were two parts to this so it was pretty long so y'all can read the rest post yeah that, that you have to scroll to read so yeah. you can imagine it's a lot how long this thing is but I think that kind of gets at the crux of what we're talking about so I don't know if y'all have any thoughts or opinions on kind of what Lupe was talking about um, or what he said I, in that in that letter and I think that's what I was getting at when I said uh, about the demand the demand and so the supply especially being of quality really unless you just a beast like that it's hard to write that many rhymes for that you know this typical two or three verses in every track but does that make it okay and that's and that's when you go to your point where you say it depends on how you're coming out to portray so we're not gonna sit here and say dr dre is even in a top anything Mm. as a rapper so 
when it comes to people who are trying to put themselves in rankings, then it's almost 100% necessary to write your own lyrics. And that's why it's even, I was going to say, while you were saying, that's why it's even assumed that you wrote your own lyrics unless you say something. Because that's just one thing is you have to write your own stuff. Like, you wouldn't have to come out and say it. You wouldn't question it like, oh, is he ghostwriting or not? No. You assume that he's going to say it. So if somebody said, nah, this was Ice Cube wrote it, you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, okay. Because if otherwise, you know what I mean, you can't be put in the rankings. Like, it's... But I mean, but but so to your point though, right? Like, if let's say there is this like this high demand for in order for artists to still to maintain relevance, right? Mm-hmm. And if we're gonna say that it's unrealistic to assume that people can keep up with that demand just by writing on their own, especially they're touring and they're doing all this other stuff, right? Let's say for instance that Meek Mill's right and that Drake did actually have a ghostwriter, right? Mm-hmm. But again, kind of based on what you're saying, if we say, well, Drake is super uh you know he's super busy he writes most of his own stuff but he's on tour he's doing all that but in order to maintain relevance maybe he said yo somebody else write this i'm gonna do the flow and then we're just gonna sign it off as me is that okay now i mean this this word is it's tricky because then it's like all right well do we have math like if 80 percent i don't know but i'm just asking you based on what you were saying is that because Are you giving then, him a pass? Are you giving Drake a pass? If he, if I, I'm not gonna lie. When I heard that, and then I don't, I mean, not like he's relevant, but OJ Mako or whatever who did Coco, or oh, whatever, Lord, he uh, he confirmed that you know that was true. He was like, we all knew, but he was Meek Mill decided to give it out to the public. Wait, so he knew that Drake did? Was, yeah, he was like, it's already been known that he ghostwrites, but nobody uh, said it out in public. Yeah, that he that he ghostwrites people, or that he ghost, uses ghostwriters. That Drake, uh, don't write his own rights. Oh, yeah. So once that came out, I instantly was like, well, you got to take him off the top three of the game. Like, right now, it's not J. Cole, Kendrick, Drake no more. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, at that point, you feel me? That And I was like, okay, now I got to dig deeper. Like, all right, what songs? What tracks? Yeah. Like, And they were saying a couple tracks off his, his new quote-unquote album slash mixtape. I don't know what they wanted to call it. But then it was like... Um, oh, that if you're reading this, it's too late? Yeah, oh. that one. So then even then, uh, my little cousin was like, oh, they released the, the original 10 bands by the Ghost Rider. Oh, for real? Yeah, and I wow. was like, dang, that was one of my favorite songs. But <laughs> <laughs> but you can tell, I can tell on that album that it didn't sound like Drake's regular self when he came out. And even then, when he flipped his whole image and started doing, uh, I don't know if y'all know headlines, where it's like, dun, 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 or whatever. But from then on, he started to sound Unfortunately, different. Unfortunately, I actually know that song. See? Uh, see, I, I've, been, I've been telling mine he was slipping in the ratchet mode. <laughs> from uh, then on, he was sounding different than those mixtapes comeback season and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I was like, I don't know if he just decided to switch the style or... So it's kind of funny how this whole ghostwriting thing came out because I thought he started to sound different. Remember everybody was saying he's trying to act hard now? Maybe those weren't his <laughs> lyrics. You know what I mean? So if it's been since then... So so basically you're saying that if that's the case, if it came out, yo, Drake trying to switch it up his style, he's trying to no passes, he gotta drop out of the top, whatever, even in this. He's a good he's gonna be he's gonna be you're a good performer. (laughs) Okay. Dev, 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 can I listen. You I had the atomic bomb waiting. (laughs) But then you started talking and you created uh-oh. So imagine Uh-oh. dropping an atomic bomb, <laughs> then dropping an atomic bomb on top of that atomic bomb. 
the napalm I'm so, poisonous. I'm so glad that you said those words. If he indeed is a biter or ghostwriter, then he is not the best. Well, let's go to <laughs> Mr. Jay-Z. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Okay. We might be, we One might of, be hurting yes, the fans' hearts. Mr. who is as um, upfront and deliberate in his biting slash ghostwriting, uh, however you want to call it. I mean, it's not quite ghostwriting, but it's definitely biting of Biggie as Easy e was in saying Ice Cube writes the rhymes that I say. He does it in plain sight, will use a Biggie lyric as if no one knows who said that first. <laughs> and we're like, oh my gosh, look how Jay-Z freaked it. He is so awesome. He's the best. He's number one. He's the greatest rapper ever. There's pom-poms and all type of cartwheels <laughs> being done. And this dude is on record of biting. And then defending himself, I'm not a biter, I'm a writer for myself and others. No, that's biting, sir. <laughs> sir. Oh, man. Well, okay. So, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to defend uh -oh. Uh -oh. No, no, I, 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 I was about to ask a question. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. So, yes, there is a, there is, again, I started off, I, I was prepping the atomic bombness that hip-hop does. It is an onion of sorts. There are several layers to peel. So there's battle rap, there's ghost writing, there's biting. But at the end of the day, what we're talking about is the authenticity of the words that come out of your mouth are not, they're is, is lacking. There is no authenticity. It's not your words. You make claims that it's yours. You pretend. Now, you may pretend if I say I get around like Tupac, okay, that's fine. You mean people do that all the time. People say that and say I something something like Pac, like Wayne, like mm -hmm. Jeezy. I think um, I forgot. I feel like little um, Jeezy said it first. Whatever that line is about watches, and then Little Wayne said the same thing, but he didn't say that Jeezy said it, but it was kind of obvious. We all know that he got that from Jeezy because Jeezy was the first one to say it. It's, it's an, that on a smaller scale is understandable, but, but Jay-Z's biting is ridiculous. And it's documented. You can go, just, just put the words you in. Jay-Z bites. Jay-Z steals. <laughs> and it's like, there's videos. There's, Cameron had a, Cameron had a song comparing <laughs> each line right next to each other. So if that's the case, if Drake is being booted on his way out the door, I would like him to take uh -oh. Jay-Z with him. Um, if Drake is being booted, I would like him to definitely take Jay-Z with him. Let the spot remain to be Nas by himself. Ooh. Okay, so let me... So, okay, okay, so wait. So, so I think there's, there's, there's a couple of things, and I think this is where... This is the one part, this is the one issue, I, I don't know if I should say issue, but this is the one thing that I felt Lupe didn't do well in his letter uh, which I think I mean he, he covered a lot of different things right that didn't yeah, pertain spe specifically like, to yeah. ghostwriting yeah he like he went off on a something else but the issue I had or the, the thing that I wish he had done was separate separate ghostwriting from borrowing from uh, taking ideas and like this kind of collaborative effort that are then placed in the lyrics right so while, yes, I think it's been well documented and Jay-Z has admitted himself, he has discussed it, he has uh, everything Let's about borrowing lyrics, right? 
Huh? You gotta introduce yourself in your Jay Z relationship. So no, I have no, I have no. I mean, he's a fan last, of Jay Z and uh, Will. <laughs> no, I mean, I've said, I've said the last, the the last album was whack. I liked, I liked. Uh, but he's still, but but stop it. He's still in your, he's still in your top two, if not your number one rapper of all time. No, he's in my top five. He's never even been in my top two ever in life. Cube has always been number one. Pac has been number two. Or at least that you know, there. My top three has probably been him, Pac, or has been Q, Pac. Maybe he's three, three or four well, between him and I. Anyway, that's so no, but 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 this is my point. I, I obviously Jay uses Big's lyrics a lot, but Eminem has used Jay Z lyrics, Ice Cube lyrics, Biggie lyrics. Uh, Nas is borrowed from Big. Uh, uh, it, People borrow, Kendrick has borrowed from Eminem. Like, people borrow lyrics all the time. And put, I mean, Snoop literally, literally took an entire Slick Rick song, switched it up a little bit to make it West Coast, and put it on yeah, his album. Like, the song. That's what you. No, no, no. <laughs> but, I, but I'm saying. That, Snoop rendition. That's not. That's different. No, it's, it's not. Snoop rendition. I, no, no, no. no, it's, not no like he, it's not like he called it. Uh, wake up everybody and then hey that song sounds familiar he's clearly redoing the song but I'm saying people borrow lyrics all no, the that's time not borrowing. that's not borrowing how is it if not you, borrowing if, people if, do if, that all the time when, sing, when Whitney Houston sang the national anthem she wasn't borrowing it she sang it in her rendition she sang the song she killed it but she sang it no, not but like I, anyone else had ever sang it but it doesn't make and Snoop's um, perform that song like, no, like not like Slick Rick. He just. But I'm saying, but but again, I, I've heard Eminem, dang near quote Cube before. Like it's, he just took a Cube line, put it into a verse that he wrote. With the exception of that line, it was his verse. People do that nonstop throughout hip. They all. People have yeah, quoting. People give, throughout you, history have quoted KRS One. Like it's not like. Uh, and again, I give you quoting. I, I have no, and again, just like I said, I have you know basically, uh, I, I you know basically, if somebody was to say, yeah, fool, I'm coming straight out of Compton, like so, like we all know where that, we all get mm. it, we all know. I mean, hip hop heads around the world all know. Even if you, even if you're, if you just say, if you straight, if you say straight out of anywhere, we you connected to NWA. So I get that. That's not what I'm talking. I'm talking, dude. You, if I didn't, basically, if Cameron didn't say anything, you were going to pretend as if you that that was all you. But I don't think that's the case. Like, oh, so for yeah. example, like there's there's Jay on um uh Jay on uh it was friend or foe ninety eight right. He has a line like you know everybody. A lot of people know. Maybe not everybody, but a lot of people know. Um. Uh, Biggie had that line like take this ice up for the nicest MC or whatever and then in Friend of Foe 98 uh, Jay-Z said or Big, Biggie said that originally and then in Friend of Foe 98 Jay's like yo take this ice up for the nicest MC and then he says and please yo tell Big he's unbelievable and unbelievable was a big song like he does yeah, like exactly. he's, he's exactly. acknowledged that's it obvious. that's obvious but, but he, when you say when you say things uh, when you when you say things that are that are like okay dog I know that that's a big line. You you, you lightweight snuck it in as if you wrote it, and then you didn't. 
It's a difference between, I mean, I, again, I, I, I think saying F the police coming straight from the underground. We get it. That, so, you're quoting. So you're so you're so you're complaining about the lines that are being taken because they're not. Most big. fans might not know where they come from. No, n- not that most fans. Is that you're you're masquerading? It's, it's basically like for 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 what I used to. You know, I, I'll use myself as an example. When my mom used to send me to the store to buy stuff, if she gave me ten dollars, whatever it costs, costs six dollars and forty six cents. The change is, I'm not stealing it. I'm just going to keep it, and if she asks for it, I give it back to her. So that's that's what, to me, that's what Jay-Z does. He's stealing it, and then if you say, hey, man, that's Biggie, you're like, oh, yeah, that's my dog. I love me some big. Dude, come on, love <laughs> You weren't going to say nothing but, until I just... Until see, I uh, but so, 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 this is, so this is my thing. So this is my only thing, and I know that we're not talking about ghostwriting yet. But I, I think that there's, there is... Many, many, and maybe not everyone, but many biggie lines that Jay Z has said. I know I've noticed it. I know what where they come from because I I have big albums, and so I'm like, okay, well I know that came from Biggie. Now, especially I will say, especially most cats in New York probably know what those references are because Biggie was everything to them. Mm-hmm. So just like. You know, somebody from the Bay might use a Delta Funko, Funky Hoposamia, uh, 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 a Dell line, a uh, Delta Funky Homosapien line, then you might not, you might know what it is, but somebody from Arizona might not. But because you're in tune with, with that artist, like you're going to pick up on it more than somebody else would. So that's not to say that. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to sneak this in and act like nobody. People, biggest, one of the biggest rappers in the world, it, it would be really hard for you to try to sneak some lines by and be like, oh, yeah, nah, I wrote that myself, play it. Somebody's going to call it. Like, yeah, somebody's going to do it. Like, and, and that's why I'm saying, that's why I use the example of, you know, uh, shout out to moms for, for letting me go to the store with, and keep the change. <laughs> but I, I, I'm saying, that's why I use my mom example. I, you're right. It would be complete. Come on, dude. I sent you to the store. I know this didn't cost $10. Where's my change? So it's obvious if I confront you on it. But the the my integrity, my integrity, my in, I'm messing up words like you. My integrity <laughs> was lacking when I walked in the door, went straight to my room, and acted like I didn't owe her any change. But if, but if he that, knows... You can't, you know, he, looking at a laundry list of lyrics, like, okay, at what point are you gonna are you gonna recite his whole album, every album he's ever, every every line he's ever said, and said, oh yeah, I'm just giving him shots, shout outs, you know, I, <laughs> dude, you you, I, I'm looking, you half your thirty percent of your rhymes are his rhymes, but they're they're one line amongst however many songs Jay Z has, and that's his homie. What we got, like, again, I I can look at this. So, one of them, one of them was kicking the door, right? So right. Dude, Wu-Tang is like 40 people in Wu-Tang. I've never heard them borrow each other's lyrics. It's like 40 of them in there. Like but, they, got, they, got, they could all be like, well, I'm about to borrow Raekwon. And then, no, make your own song. Make your own lyric. But I'm saying, okay, so so for example, Don't right? Don't be a habitual biggie L- fighter. Let's look at, say, let's look at this one. Shots. Let's look at this one. Your Rain on the Top was short like leprechauns, right? I, I know Biggie said that. That's a very, again, I don't know how many people would... They hear it from Jay-Z, would know, oh, that's a Biggie reference. But does he have to say that's Biggie every time when I'm sure 90% of New York knows that's from Biggie. So, and if that's the one line that he borrowed from Biggie throughout the entire song, is it biting now? Or is it just, yo, that's my homie, it was a dope line, I'm using it, and 
all the rest of the song is original? That's biting? I mean, it, like, if I look at the entire Jay-Z, we have, I don't, let's say there's 30 lines in here, and Jay-Z has released, what, 12 albums? He's whack now for that? He's, he's, whack, <laughs> he's whack. He's whack because, again, I used the, the term just specifically for him. He's a habit. He does to do it habitually is different. Like that's the thing, and that's why. And that's my conversation about Drake and the and the, and the Ghost Rider. Drake, if that's if if somebody wrote one of one or two or a couple of songs, okay, whatever. Like like you said earlier, maybe he's on tour. Maybe he's like, you know what? I really don't care about this Meek Mill song. Like it's not it's not like we're doing you know. Uh, uh, you know, we're all in the same gang all over again, or you know, it's not that big of a, it's not that important of a song. I I, I just need a couple of lines. It's fine, great. It's like I heard a song with with Two Chains and uh, I Am Sue the other day, and I was thinking, oh well, first of all, when I heard the song, I wasn't really impressed by Two Chains. I, I mean, it's not like I can be impressed, but I wasn't really impressed by Two Chains. But at the end of the day, it was like, I feel like he probably didn't even write that. Like he probably just like. Hey I dog, like I gotta do this song. This dude, this dude, yeah. this, I'm this dude gonna give me thirty racks. I'm just gonna, hey, just write something real quick, and then I'm gonna, you know, say it and dip my job, send it over to him, and it's a done deal. But I said, I mean, for me, man, like I said again, I'm I'm coming from a different generation. Um, I, I sat in the studio and watched Spice One, E40, and Keek write a song, like with, I mean, literally, like that moment, like with a pen. They wrote it, not. Hey, dog, write that for me. I'm gonna start spitting. And now I don't honestly. I don't know how I would have responded or looked how I would have reacted if I would have watched E40 write the whole song and then everybody just go in off the same notebook. I'd be like, wait, what? Just, you know, what just that's happened? Notebook, that, this one. Yeah, hey, hey, dog. So right here, do I put more emphasis on the or on her? Like, how did you I like? What did you see? The. <laughs> it's all caps, dog. It's all caps. I mean, so it's like. Again, I'm coming from an era where I, I I thought I thought you were that dude. And again, I'm not saying that Jay Z, like for example, he you know when the you know the when the Remy's in my in the system, like I got you. That's just one line, and the rest of the song was all him. I got it. It's just you. It's it's like it's like if I'm a, it's like if I'm a singer, and I'm singing, and then every now and again. I put in a Michael Jackson verse, like, dude, you, you, and it's not okay. If you, if you want to, if you want, if you want me to have your respect, quote, quote, kick, quote something off of "Tell Me When to Go" song. There, bring, bring somebody else up, not go. You, you're, and I think this is my issue. Thank you. I just found myself. <laughs> is that you're, you're hooking on to the moon? You feel me? Like you're, you're saying, oh well, yeah, I've, yeah, I have maybe thirty quotes of my boy Biggie, the greatest rapper of all time, in some people's eyes. Yeah, so you're why are you quoting the greatest? Quote, you know, little Dirk or somebody, like somebody had never heard of like who like who was it? Oh that's I, yeah, that's that you that you picked up, that's that little Dirk line. You like that. <laughs> like, okay, you know what I'm saying? You know, so at the end of the day, like, yo, he listened to little Dirk, but like you you're not I'm not impressed by you throwing in now when Eminem throws in a Tupac or a cube line, that's that dude is He's in my that he's in my top five. Like he's one of the greatest. He's my top five too. I mean, it's, 
Yeah, so I mean, okay, I got you. You anybody anybody that you throw on on either either on a on a god MC level as as Eminem would have put it, or you bringing somebody up. You know what I'm saying? If, 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 you know, that's why, I, again, I don't know what's, you know, I'm trying not to support my Landon's belief in my wretchedness, and I want to hear from, <laughs> I want to hear from Dev, but that's what made me so, that's what made me, like, go so hard for Yo Gotti in that Act Right song, like, rest in peace, Mac Dre, like, n- no one knows Mac Dre, <laughs> like, you, I mean, people know Mac Dre, but Yo Gotti, he didn't quote Biggie, he, he, and the man, had a Bugatti driving down the streets of East Oakland. That, if you want my respect, do that. Do that. If you want to quote somebody, quote Mac Dre, and then come do a video in East Oakland, then maybe I'll be like, you know, Jay-Z is kind of cool. Yeah, I kind of like Jay-Z. But don't keep, like, quote after quote with Biggie, 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 and he'll be like, nah, that's just like my dude. I got you, dog. We all have friends. E-40 is, is, it was Tupac's homie. I, I don't hear E-40 doing... E-40 don't know how to drop a single album. He drop a double album every time he come out with something. <laughs> and he ain't quoting Tupac here a and there. Like, that, yeah, exactly. A four-pack of, uh, you know, a six-pack of, of CDs. And he's able to come out with his own lyrics. So it's just it's just a pet peeve that I have about that dude in particular as it pertains to biting and extra and habitual reciting. So, okay, so and Dad, let me because I, uh-huh. I I know we got off into that, but I wanted to finish where I was going because I know we're not gonna fully agree on that. But so I, I I still though even in that I still separate borrowing from ghostwriting, right? And I think and again I think that's the one thing that Lupe probably didn't do in his letter was at least for me and the way that I've always conceptualized it and I, the way that I at least thought most people conceptualize it. Ghostwriting is I go to somebody else. And I either say, write this down, or somebody writes it and brings it to me, and then I recite it based upon how somebody else wrote it, right? Borrowing is, like we just talked about, even with Jay-Z, it's a line here or there, or it's a reference, or it's a shout-out, or it's something to indicate, this is not my original line, but it's kind of built around the rest of the song, but it's that is just one line amongst the rest of his original material, right? It's like... I, you know, I, I, I'm finishing up a thesis, or I'm basically done, but I, ha- I have to reference people. The entire work, it's an original body of work. It's mine, but I still got to say, yo, shout out to this person over here for this great idea, right? And then I use that to build upon. So I didn't bite anybody, you know, or I didn't go like this. My paper wasn't ghostwritten, but I still, I just referenced somebody else, which happens all the time in hip-hop. So... I think when we're talking about, did Drake just say, yo, um, you know, maybe it's somebody that's not well known, and maybe this is how we have to separate it too. Like, is it only borrowing if it's somebody that's well known, but if one of your homies, like, gives you one line and you throw it in there, is that ghostwriting now? Like, in my mind, it's not. It's, it's one line from a dude we don't know, but we wouldn't be like, oh, like, that, you know what I mean? Like, so... For me, the ghostwriting is somebody comes down and writes an entire song, and then you recite it. Versus, oh yeah, no, I wrote the song, but I just borrowed from here, there, or wherever. Which is different from then just a collaborative, like, oh yeah, we was just talking about ideas, and that person says something sparked, you know, something that I wrote down. So anyway, go ahead. Dad. I just wanted to, I wanted to make that clarification for people. And I don't know what y'all feel about that, <laughs> but do you think? Dad? All right, I know, I know the tangent has gone on long, so I'll keep this quick, but. <laughs> First, I'll ask. So, so, are you? Is it? Is all right? Are we gonna make a definition or a distinctive difference? Borrowing and biting, being that borrowing may not be 
as long of a line. And then biting is like if you quoting eight bars or something like you know what I mean. So <laughs> <laughs> like because I'm I know i when it happened. I was, you know, following all the YouTube conspiracy things and you know, going back and forth. And Jay-Z was literally taking about, like, if you was looking on some lyric sheets, literally, like, maybe four to five lines of Biggie. So, in that, in that, unless he's really just, like you said, shouting them out, is is he doing that and then be like, man, I just dropped some heat on this track? Like, it, it's all on the, to me, it's all on what they're trying to portray. So, being that this would either uh, confirm or deny Mylon's analogy of borrowing money and then just seeing if you notice it. Was Jay-Z like, alright, are they are they noticing this is Biggie lyrics? Or it's just they like, look, I'm just going to be like, these seven lines y'all know is from Biggie, so let me just say it because it, it pertains to the same topic that I'm talking about in my whole track or whatever like that. So, me personally, in, in my opinion, I, I do think Jay-Z... Uh, was borrowing, but then there was some songs where he's literally saying like seven lines. I'm like, yo, I don't know, you know, is there is there a length? Is there a, a, a max? Is there 140 characters? That you can, like, I don't know. So at least, at least put featuring Biggie on the on the on the on the, on the, on the, on the title of the song or something. So I'll say, my is that is that yo thing? Like, is it because he was taking so much of it? That that that's the problem. I, I think or... it's, it's a combination. When you listen to the to the to the F Jay Z diss by by Cameron, like Cameron, mm-hmm. I said Cameron. I got a student named Cameron. I'm still on the streets trying to say these kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you listen to the Cameron F F Jay Z, like he has, he's he like when he plays the, he being Cameron plays the Biggie song that Jay Z bites from. Like it's a lyric that just happens to be in a song. It's not mm-hmm. like. You know, if he was rapping and then be like, Jay Z, give me one more. Like, I get it. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. We all know that's Biggie. We, 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 we I see what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. You, you switch Jay Z for big. I, wow, amazing. I got it. <laughs> but when you like, you say something like, I told him real quick, drop the pen and I stick him. Like, you didn't even realize that was Biggie lyric until you like, oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that was a big. Like, if you had to say I didn't know that was a Biggie lyric, you stole that dog. Cause like. So I mean, he's taking I mean, all like the undertone. So wait, so wait, so let me ask you this, because I, I dang it, I'm not gonna remember it now. I, I'm not gonna recall it right away. I'm gonna find it. But there's a Biggie used one Bismarck key line, and like I, because I had to go back, and I I didn't get the Bismarck key album until way later. I, I had no clue that the line that he used was a Bismarck key line, and he didn't say nothing about. Bismarck, he, he didn't say he didn't give no shout outs, no nothing. Is that a bite? I, I, again, I feel like, for example, man, it's. I mean, because that's the best, that's the best thing that I could, because I was like, I, I was like, oh, wait, that's what Biggie said when I finally heard it. I, I've done that before too. Don't please don't get it. Like I've been listening to something like old school, but like, oh snap, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <more> <laughs> listening to something new, like, man, I knew I heard that before. So. I get the idea of bar like again, it's DJ Premier or Premier as he's known the most, or Primo as he's known to friends. I don't I can I can only call him DJ Premier because we're not friends. But the art of like scratching or like, you know, taking like you know, and putting people's work like he was he was one of the first one of the well not one of the first, but he was one of the DJs that was upfront about like, man, this is so whack that the industry is now not allowing us to take, cause that was man, that was 
that premier what he used to do and what others did with scratching like that was part of the and that's why i was so impressed by joey badass like he really brought back scratching on mm-hmm. this last album like mm-hmm. it was just like scratching and like snippets of people's yep yep you see me coming like that that's hip-hop like that is yeah because what what part of the art was to try to like what song is that from you know like you want to try to mm-hmm. learn know as much as you can possibly know about hip-hop so that when somebody yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's from my beastie boys song six like you should be able to pick up on it so i get that it's it's innovative to t- take a, a snippet or, 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 or a line that maybe somebody's not as familiar with. But I, I don't, man, I, I can't put it any other way, you know, Deb and Landon. Like, I just feel like Jay-Z, we on, on sneak tip, but like, you just, you just <laughs> like, like, I understand. I got the best example I could. There's no, there's no winning. It's, it's like it's like putting a, you know it's like putting a wig on a pig man like you you, you trying to fool me b like you you try to fool me and it's not like what no that's a that's a that's a woman dog like ah uh, and if i rip the wig off then you're like oh you got me b i just like i don't trust <laughs> this, this cat is like so untrustworthy it's like it's like it's like sleight of hand it's like it's like uh now you see me now you don't versus all right, I'm gonna tell you real quick. I hit. That's a pig dog. I, I just put it away. Like, if you just come out and hit me with it, but it's it's like it's this sleight of hand. Because even when he, like I said, he picks the lyrics that he, he'll pick a lyric that is obvious. Requote the whole thing. Pick a lyric that is obvious. Change it. So I'm thinking, like, are you trying to fool me by saying, <laughs> like, like you said, you changed it up a little bit? Or did you pick a lyric that no one's heard? So those three things make me think you suspect. You pick the whole lyric, obviously, you just bit that, and I think you're trying to fool me. Then you switch it, like, oh no, Biggie said, I just wanna. I said, I just want to. Are you serious, my dude? Oh, like, really? You just trying to sneak Come on, man. Come on, man. All right. Going after, like, going after it's no winning. It's, we're not going to win this one. I, hey, man. Hey. It's, it's not me. It's Cameron. He brought, he Look, brought the light. Look, listen. He brought it to the front. This is all I'll say. I could find any rapper who I guarantee, maybe it's not from the same person, but I guarantee has done that from at least 10 other rappers. I guarantee it. And I will say to you, and it's just it, it's you, part of hip hop. It's not. I, I, I'm not saying it's not happening. I'm saying to you, show me where it's documented. I'm looking at a. I'm looking at a page. Like Dev said, I'm looking at a page. Yeah, because because. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna leave it at this for real. The reason is. Camera got tight because Jay, because he wasn't down with Jay Z no more, and he knew it was gonna mess up his money. So he was like, "I gotta do something to try to tear this dude down." And so he went and he found the Biggie lyrics. People knew forever. Like, are you claiming that Camera was some type of detective? No, 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 no. I'm saying he, I'm saying he went and he was like, "All right, I know Jay Z borrows a lot of Biggie lyrics. Let me listen. All right, that's a big lyric. That's a big lyric. That's a big. Let me put it out here for people. I mean, I'm telling you." The, oh, he I, can, I would even I would stuff. even give it to you I would even give it to you if most of those lyrics were from like if if Biggie was still alive and he put out seven albums and a lot of those was coming from uh, album number four that everybody's like yo that's whack it did it did two thousand record sales you know two thousand album right. sales and but these are from the two biggest albums that. Everybody knows, everybody quotes that people still listen to to this day. So it's not like, oh, uh, 
he that's, only has two albums and he's no longer with us so everybody's going to listen to his music and, it's just and everybody knows where they're from so it's not like oh dog I, I you tried to sneak that in. like there's it's impossible to sneak a biggie lyric in. like especially you, being from new it's york it's two albums you from new york he's the king of new york there's no the, way the to sneak not, it. It's, it's not, like you, it, you it's impossible. The song to people in New York. You present it to some kid in Cincinnati, and he's like, "Yo, Jay Z is the greatest of all time." That's but that's not Jay's fault. But but the, but the but, in the system. That's my but but, but Mylan. But Mylan, that's no different. You have come on here and you have said to Dev and I numerous times that you have applauded us for going back and doing the history. Part doing the history. If you look at at Biggie. Dude has two albums. You better listen to both of those albums. Like, and then if you don't, if you listen to it and you're like, "Oh, I heard that line before from Jay Z." Clearly, Jay borrowed it from Biggie. I mean, that's that's easy. If you can't go back and find at least ten borrowed lines that Jay Z had from Biggie, you ain't really did your hip hop homework. I'm just, I'm just, it's, it's that easy. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, would Biggie be happy for him doing that? I'm gonna say this in his mind. I'm not gonna say that. Um, I'm just gonna think it. But listen. The if we do if if Spice One was biting Biggie's lyrics or borrowing Biggie's lyrics. <laughs> if y'all could see that <laughs> no. if y'all could see if Spice the way One was borrowing Biggie's lyrics, would we not would he not be accused of being a biter? Like, what what gives? Like, what, I don't think so. Jay Z knows him. A lot of people know Biggie. And only person that does that with Biggie is Jay Z, man. No one, and that's the thing. Like, I, you could document anybody else in New York. Big L, super dope. Big L had one album. <laughs> I mean, well, no, he had two. He had two. He had two. He had one. He had one. For no, the second one was supposed to. He didn't. That wasn't a, okay. really his album. <laughs> It's posthumous album. An album in my left hand and my right hand that says Big L. So, but I'm, I mean, I'm saying I get, I get you, but I, I also, again, I, I think while Jay takes a lot from Biggie, other people just spread it out. So, because I think I could find the same amount of lyrics for other people just across multiple, multiple I would, artists. I would love, I would love to see it because in the history of hip hop. I'm just, as far as I know, whether it was done out of hate or spite or whatever, in the history of hip-hop, I only know one artist to be completely documented as the greatest <laughs> biter of all time. And that is Jay-Z. It's a no beat, yo. I mean... Documented. It's like, yo, look at what he said here. Look what he, look what this... No one else has been documented. Only Jay-Z. Right. Well, look. Okay, so well, let's get to this. I mean, this is a, I, this is why we have it, as you can tell. This is this is this is hip hop. Like, it is what it is. But so so, let me ask y'all this though, because if we talking about folks getting passes, right? We talking about and, people. Getting... I, and after you ask your question, I want you to go straight to Dev because for those that don't know, Dev. Uh, Landon is a Jay Z supporter of sorts, but but Dev is is pro Drake. So I, I, I want ne- to say no. Don't even be. put the words into the airwaves. <laughs> you're you're a Drake fan, yo. <laughs> I'm not pro Drake. I'm not pro Drake. You gotta be. You gotta be. A there's Drake plenty fan, of songs. I, there's plenty Drake. of songs and complete albums. I said were trash. I've said the same thing about Jay Z. Okay, I've said that but, about Nas. Nas had a terrible album. I'm not even defending. I'm still a Nas fan. I'm not even defending Drake. I'm okay. just saying. I'm still not. 
People that we're fans of have whack songs and albums. It just happens. That's it's hip hop. I mean, true. what can you do? Yeah, I'm cute. You know, y- Yasin Bey and that 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 album when he j- <laughs> stop. Anyway, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> all right. So look, wait, wait, look, look. If we talk about people getting passes, right? Like, there has actually there has been a lot of ghostwriting. Back, uh, we talked. Somebody be mentioned we it. Don't even know. It, it's a we lot could, we don't know. We could have uh, tops. That's so shit. speaking of Jay Z, Sauce Money, his, his dude Sauce Money, um, who at least he came in the game with. I, I, I'm, I don't know if they're so cool or not, whatever. But he was. Uh, he he did an interview on a podcast. He said he's ghostwriting for a ton of people. Um, people have known for years. Like Jay has ghostwritten for Bleak. Um, you know, but you even you you think about uh, Grandmaster. It's documented. Grandmaster Kaz wrote. Uh, the majority of um, the Rapper's Delight lyrics. Um, Ice Cube writes the rhymes that I say. We all know Cube wrote, well, Cube and uh, um, and Ren wrote for NWA and for Easy. Uh, I mean, recently, you know, and I was surprised nobody said said nothing. Snoop has come out and said he, like, the last couple albums that he's done at least there's been ghostwriters like he just got folks coming into the studio writing for him and nobody said nothing and I'm like whoa like wait, this is acceptable now like this is I didn't but it's Snoop but at the same time it's Snoop. Snoop ain't saying he one of the greatest rappers though no I think he would I think he would argue he is I mean yeah I, he would argue I, I, think, I, I think he would argue that I, you know like but nobody and I'm not even talking about the, the reggae album he did but before that like it was he had documentary and everything like yeah I'm yeah, I want such as us to write for me. Like, dude, you're releasing a hip hop album like that? Like, that's not. So, when is it acceptable to get a pass? Is it acceptable to get a pass for ghostwriting? Like, especially somebody like Easy E, who I think we all, you know, herald as hip hop royalty. But dude had a ghostwriter his entire career. Yeah. I, I mean, what's the what what's the where where do we draw the line? Go ahead, Dan. Me, me, it's on me. That's your homie, man. This is it, it, hard because there's like, like I said, do we calculate a percentage? <laughs> do we? <laughs> I don't know. Like, bro, hey, he's standing stand above 60. You know, <laughs> you know we, 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 we good, hey, man. Look, Just, as long as you stay above, your ratio got to be 60. Drake is the greatest, son. Like, 54% <laughs> and above. Like, no one can see him, son. You know, fifty-four point two. You know, <laughs> but and I've you know I've been in I've been in a, a, a couple studio sessions where, and like Lupe said, that's that's part of the game where people have given suggestions. Like people will have their own stuff. And like, yo, maybe you should take this part out and mm-hmm. just put this in. He be like, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. But I think this is about to sound bad. But uh, like the concept of the song. And maybe the way that you kind of like, because then we can talk about storytelling and stuff like that, like Mm -hmm. that. That is when you like kind of like, all right, now they're lyrics, they're writing skills. And whenever we talk about writing skills, it's usually about wordplay and storytelling and things of that nature. So it's like, if you can keep that up for a long time, then you straight. But then there's songs that's about just partying and all that stuff. So if you not right knows, is it okay? I think when it's, I don't know. It's like when you when you come in, basically when you when you telling stories and you trying to voice your opinion on things and matters of current events and stuff like that. 
if those aren't written, then it's like, all right, isn't that's not valid because that's that's not you. But if it's about something that you just talking about you living it up, then we can probably give it a pass on that. So, but let me ask you this. <clears throat> let me ask you this. In your opinion, is is what was either was Easy E's legend not should Easy E's legend not be as big as it is because he had a ghostwriter? I think it shouldn't be in the question of a small number of top MC. Okay. But as far as moments in hip hop, his legend could stay okay. the same. Because I do believe delivery, flow, and image and all stuff is important. Absolutely. But if you literally gonna say like it's it's like boxing, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you like the flashy dude. But then you know that dude who's just like raw, pound for pound. Mm. You know what I mean? That's it's like different categories, and I guess that's what Milan would say. The onion analogy with hip hop is like you got your different realms of of rap, rapping mm-hmm. or, and rappers. Like you have the people who is just all about image and personality, and you know everything mm-hmm. on the outside. But then you got those that's the pound for pound lyricism, like. It might come up in the under underappreciated. It might be a little connection in that because there's people who just straight up got bars, mm-hmm. but because of their image, they're not recognized as a top rapper. Sure. So that's that's my take on that. <clears throat> Mylon, go ahead. I, I, I feel the same way. I feel it's very. It it goes back to a lot of the things that we've covered. And what we what we've covered over the several the multiple podcasts is this is a culture, and so cultures have disciplines, but they don't necessarily have rules. So there, there's no rule to you know how far you need to sit from the fire when telling a story, you know in. In African culture, if we're sitting around the fire telling stories, man, you too close, man, you too far. Like, it's there's no rule. There's a there's an average discipline that says when the elder is speaking, all the children need to come up, sit down, and listen. Hip hop. Do I care if Miley Cyrus wrote her lyrics on the song about Jordans with Wiz Khalifa and Juicy J? Not at all. <laughs> Do I care that it would crush me? It would it would crush my soul if Nas was like, yeah, I didn't write Illmatic. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it was like, for real? No, I, I didn't write it. I mean, I it just, we would need a hip-hop time machine. Yeah. <laughs> and we would need the butterfly effect the mess out of that. <laughs> And, and, and think about it. I mean, that would that would bother a lot of people. Like, if if Nas did not write Illmatic, or at least, I, if I mean Millie Vanilli, no one. I mean, we were upset like they were lying because people were handing them dudes Grammys. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm saying like that's the thing. Is like, man, if you suck, that's cool. That's one thing. But when you start like getting awards and trying to pretend that the knockoff lyrics, song, performances you, then that's a problem, man. That's a problem. And so I, I just feel like I, I can't really, I'm, I have nothing negative to say about Easy. Mm. 
honestly, Easy was a drug dealer. I really didn't expect him to be able to rap. <laughs> I, I mean, that at that. Well, there's a lot of most rappers are drug dealers and they can rap. I, I mean, the I mean now they can, but back then they, they, they <laughs> wasn't. I mean, not you know, not all drug dealers had 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 great pen penmanship. Like I I, I don't know, <laughs> Easy E was one that I was like, all right, dude, if you can't rap, it's good. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, I still love, you know, Easy E's. I told you all, like Easy E is one of the first artist songs that I ever memorized. But the cruising uh, down Easy, the street, in my no, boys in the hood. Oh no. That, see that was that was for the people who were listening to the radio. I was uh, listening. To I was just I was at, I didn't know which song you had. I maybe I figured you heard it on the radio first and memorized it. I was listening to Easy Does It. I know uh, that was Easy Does It, wasn't it? I'm sorry. Uh, what? Oh, no more questions. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, no more questions. Uh, proofless. My style is a juvenile. Ran with the gang, slanging to me while banking. I, I mean, I, 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 I played that song I, like a hundred times. Just, <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, why is this song? Because the way I don't know, and I never asked myself. I'm really memorizing this, but did he write it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just the what his delivery, and I will and I will go again. Uh, again, I'm not trying to support. Landon has been saying I've been going over to the ratchet. It's just you've been going over. You've been creeping. Charles been reeling you in. Charles been reeling you in, yo. From the from the first uh, day I met you, it, it has been a little different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this cat, man, I, I, I really something about his voice. He reminds me of Big Crit, even though he's not talking about the same thing. Uh, Q, like I just can't like every every song that Q ever sing has ever performed. I'm like, I'm, he has my attention. His voice, though, his delivery. Now, if you told me he didn't write it, that would probably change a little bit. But the way he controls the cadence and everything, it's it's just it's perfect. And so that perfection, I think it just taints the authenticity of, of the dream. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like when a kid is at Disneyland, as adults, we know that there's a dude or a woman wearing a costume. The kid thinks she just met Mickey Mouse. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's mm-hmm. no in her mind that she met some dude named, some dude named Daryl wearing a Mickey Mouse outfit. She's going to go home and tell her friends, I met Mickey Mouse. Took a picture of Mickey Mouse, shook Mickey Mouse's hand. Never will she admit or acknowledge that that was a person in the costume. Never. Not, I mean, not if she's little. I mean, if she's a little older. But I mean, that's what hip hop is. It's like, I don't, no, 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 no. Don't show me Daryl. That's going to ruin Don't tell, you, basically, the, you know, the number one rule for people wearing costumes in Disneyland never break character. You can't take your head off in the middle of the Disneyland time, but I need to take a smoke break. That's, you can't do that. You, you're Mickey Mouse. You can't just pop the head off and start smoking a cigarette. That's no. You would. You will. There would be fifty thousand kids that would just be walk, going home crying. And so that's what hip hop is like, dude. Hey man, you can't just pop your head off in the middle of a song and be like, yo, you know this ain't me, dog. What? Hey. <laughs> I thought I've been, I've been bobbing my head, remembering the lyrics, and he like, nah. I just, Actually, my sister wrote this. Dog, she's she's a seven, but she's got penmanship. Like what? And so it changes the game. It just that's that's the I, best analogy I can give is that I'm not saying that I don't love that I wouldn't still love and want to go to Disneyland. But I mean, come on, dude. If if Daryl stood in the middle of Disneyland and took took his head off and took a smoke break, that would change the way <laughs> I feel about Mickey Mouse. That would just 
it would really change the way I feel about Mickey Mouse. And and, right. and and having so many people say, admit to ghostwriting would it would just it would just change the game. Do you believe that it happens often though? I do. I definitely believe it happens often, but again, yeah, me too. I believe Daryl takes a lot of smoke breaks. I just never see him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll let you go, Landon. But I have—I think I have a better analogy, or well, not a better analogy, but another analogy that would kind of pertain to the whole thing of people who are ghostwriters and just how we kind of—I feel like we're going to compare now, like the out, like I said, the personality, the delivery, and how that's a certain element. And then there's the people who just write bomb lyrics. So go ahead, Landon, and then I got an analogy. Oh, no, well, go ahead, because I, I was going to ask okay. a different question. To me, so, to me and, and some people growing up will argue that, like we were just talking about white chocolate, Jason Williams is the bombest handler we've ever seen in the game, but he's not going to be considered one of the best basketball players in the game. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same with... In, in, in the rap game like we have people that we want to put in the top but we know we can't because for obvious reason they didn't write their own lyrics and stuff like that so yeah we'll but see. we don't know who those artists are yeah we don't yeah we, we have no we, we know, know Jason Williams out there actually balling it know, up but, we don't know who's saying, the, the fact that we love the way Easy just presented himself so well that we loved how Easy but we know that for somebody who's writing bomb and just basically like a Kobe it's Tupac you know what I mean? We, we'll see Easy as a J. Will, but then we'll see Tupac as a Kobe. Yeah. Kobe's out here really just giving them buckets and killing them in every aspect of the game. And then we got Jay-Z. I mean, we got J. Will, who's just flashing and stuff, but we know that we can't put him in the top five. Yeah, but the number of people, the number of people that we know have had ghostwriters is far less than the number of people that we don't know. If we're gonna say that ghostwriting happens often, and we don't know. We don't know. We don't know a percent of the artists that have, like, often had ghostwriters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so for that reason, we could be like, well, yeah, easy. He's not in the top five. That's easy. But there very well could be somebody who's in, who we want to put in the top five or the top ten, who's had a ghostwriter. So how do we know? You know, That's how true. do we know that they don't deserve to be yeah. there because we don't know that? And they I and had I do believe probably every rapper in one point in time had a ghostwriter. Yeah, really? Yeah, I think I think at one point in time every rapper has had oh, at least oh, no. one ghostwritten track, unless they had you know a small amount of albums. Ghostwritten meaning somebody helped collaborate, or they actually wrote all the lyrics and then the person just performed it. If we look at the definition of ghostwriting right now, that could just be a verse on somebody's feature and song, right? I'm, that's I'm what asking. Happened, that's so, what happened with Drake. Somebody ghost. But that's what I'm saying. You think verse? Yeah, I think every rapper has a verse that has been ghost written. Oh, I don't know but, about that. Whether featuring or whether they own, most people won't do their own. But if they're featuring, like we said, oh man, I ain't got time. I'm just gonna go in here, do my thing. My voice alone is gonna give this guy some publicity. Ah, I, I struggle with that only because. I think there's a lot of people, it's like Lupe said in the in the letter, there's a lot of people who take their pen game really serious. Really yeah, and so anybody I don't care if it's a feature, it's like it like it's like it's like me, right? that some people in knowing that will probably be like, All right, if I do once or twice. Nah, but but so, nobody gonna know. So so my I mean it could be 
uh, I, I don't know. Again, like let's go back to writing, right? Like if I if I was to publish something, I don't want nothing out there that I can't say, yo, I wrote this. I prove you could question me about anything, and I know what I'm talking about. I know the perspective from which I wrote. I know. Now there might be somebody who's like, "Yo, well, if it's gonna get me out there, then yo, all right, I write it for me. I put my name on it, and I do the right." But I just, I could not. Say, I think there's a lot of people. I mean, that's you know, Kendrick said it like, well, are you a rapper like with small? a ghostwriter, huh?" I'm talking about like big people. It, it don't matter. Okay. I think I, I mean, I think there's some people. It's I don't care if it's somebody else's song. I don't care if it's a verse or if it's a full song or if it's an album. I can't put this out there if it's not me. Like I, I just can't. Because you, because then you get into a lot of well, is this really his style? You get into what you're talking about with Drake. Mm-hmm. Oh well, he kind of switched it up. Yeah. What's going on here? Oh, that's not authentic. All that, and a lot of people, for a lot of people, that's very, like you coming at their livelihood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I mean, fraud, fraud. No, you're right. I just, I, 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 I would struggle to believe that everybody feels that. I mean, because there's a lot of people that get offended, like, like Kendrick said, like. A rapper with a ghostwriter, what the F happened? Like, mm. that's not supposed yeah. to be in the game. But, and, and we don't, and again, we don't, for example, on Jesus Walks, it just has Kanye, Rhyme Fest, and, the, and, the, and, and Miri Ben Uderi, the lady who played the, the violin. So, Kanye and Rhyme Fest wrote it, but how much was Rhyme Fest? How much was Kanye? And what did he write? Did he write, mm-hmm. did, did Rhyme Fest write the, the song, the music? Or was right crime fest writing the lyrics? Mm-hmm. Like I, we don't know. I just know that. I mean, they will say uh, Ryan Fest ghost wrote it, but I'm not saying that. I'm saying that his his name is in the credits for yeah. write for mm-hmm. composer yeah. for writers. So yeah, his name is in his his name is there, but we don't know how much. So right now we going man. Jesus walks with dopest songs ever by Kanye. Super yeah, he he killed it. But I I don't know. Did he write it? Did he just come up? I want to do a song about Jesus, and then told Ron Fest to start writing. So they both wrote it together. Like I don't know, yeah. but there's a lot of there's a lot, and that's and that's again, you know, Ice Cube. How much did you know? Did Ice Cube collaborate on Boys in the Hood, or did he write the whole song? Did he write everybody's lyric? We'll find out August fourteenth. I definitely feel like. Movie. <laughs> I know, right? Can we pre-order that? <laughs> yo, I'm buying the DVD already. You already know. I'm about to go see that movie like three times. <laughs> but I always think, and, and y'all know, y'all should know that every great thing happens as a team. So yeah. I won't sit here and say that you know every rapper has to do everything on their own. And that's why I do believe that, you know, and I won't say that the Ghostwriter himself did everything on his mm-hmm. own, but as a team, to come out with some good product, it has to be a collective. Well, I, I think, so, I mean, because I don't know if y'all remember, like, Nas got accused of ghostwriting a few years ago, right? So I don't know if you remember. It was right around the time that the Untitled album came out. Mm-hmm. Or I think it maybe it was already out, um, but he was, a, that people accused him of using uh, Jay Electronica and Stickman from Dead uh, Prez uh, as ghostwriters. And so, you know, like, Stickman came out first, and I think Nas already, like, came out at some point. I don't know if Jay Electronica ever did or not. I'm, I'm sure that he did. But, you know, he they they all basically said the same thing. Like, we were in the studio. We collaborated. We talked. We had ideas. Mm-hmm. We shared. Like, so 
to your point, like, yeah, it was a collaborative effort, like, you know, with, and you hear, of course, like, we keep throwing his name out there just because it's kind of the most recent, like, very game-changing album, but Kendrick, like, he's talked a whole lot about, yeah, we were sitting around, there's people in the studio, like, I wanted this sound, we were talking about what's going on currently within right. America, you know, like, these ideas, perhaps even lines, you know, something that's borrowed from the neighborhood, whatever it is, those things are put into the music, and I think that all speaks to a collaborative yeah. effort, right? Yeah. Like, Kanye, when he did uh, Dark Twisted Beautiful Fantasy, or whatever, brought people to Hawaii, and everybody's in the studio together, you know, whatever, writing, talking, doing whatever, so all of this is a collaborative effort, mm -hmm. But again, I think there's a difference between, yo, yeah, I like what you're saying. I'm finna add it in here, but I'm gonna write it like, you know, I'm gonna put it in here so that it flows well. Or, yo, that's a dope idea. Okay, like, maybe you, you're even gonna get credit because we were talking about all this right. and so you contributed. But does that mean, that to me is different than, once again, at least how I've situated it in my mind, a ghostwriter that says, all right, you want that? Okay, let me, you know, I know Milo mentioned before we got on, before we got on air, like, somebody else wrote Thriller. So, Thriller dude is over here writing. Uh, all right, done. Mike, here's the piece of paper. Do what you do now vocally or, you know, style, stylistically or whatever. That's a whole different yeah. conversation than me, you, and Mylon over here talking. And I'm like, yo, like, when we was talking, you said this. And then Mylon said that. So, all right, like, I had this idea in my head already. Like, I got a little bit down here, but I'm going to, you know, let me write that in. And I might even give y'all writing credit. But yeah. I pin the lyrics, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's how I've always kind of seen it. So I, I, I don't think anybody is like just locked up in their room by themselves. You know, J. Cole's talking about how he, him and No Idea have been in the studio and they talk it, and then that, you know, a song is spawned from that. Like, yeah. so I don't think there's anybody just like, yeah, I'm just blocked out in my thoughts in a dark closet, and then I'm writing, <laughs> like, I'm writing songs. Like, that's <laughs> I mean, not how it goes. That's the, you know what I'm saying? That's the image some people see, though. It is. It is. You and know? I think that's a very false image. I don't think it's that. But I think there are some people who still, like, yo, nah, this and is my pin game. And because, and because hip-hop is not like R&B, Michael Jackson had, has never been, his, authentic, his, his authenticity has never been questioned. His uh, his performance skill has never been questioned. His awesomeness has never. He's still the greatest performer yeah. of all, all time. time. Like I don't give a damn if Kermit the Frog wrote <laughs> the, the Michael Jackson. Yeah, no, is, that's true. And, and Dev, let me make let me make this clear. This has nothing to do with podcasts. This is just a side note. Mm. Coming into this family, if you have any feelings of negativity toward Michael Jackson, <laughs> keep them to yourself and pretend. Or you will be exiled. There's no like, oh, well, that's ha, ha jokingly. No, seriously, there's no, no ha ha he he. Now, going back to what I'm saying. There, him I up think was there's a there's a there's a difference. You know, Rod Temperton wrote Thriller, gave it to Michael. Michael sang it. End of story. Quincy Jones did things, wrote songs, excellent. Motown sound. They had a studio where people would just come in, songs written. Get to spitting. Got it. I think the issue, again, about the transparency of the culture of hip-hop is I didn't even know Rhymefest had anything to do with Jesus Walks. Yeah. I had no clue. Yeah. So 
Yeah, you wrote it down. Yeah, it's in. Yeah, you can say, well, dog, when you bought the album, you should have seen. Yeah, but what does that mean? Like, when I see those names, I don't know what that means. I see three names there. I know the mm-hmm. violinist played the violin. I, I, that's clear. <laughs> I know Kanye performed. What is Ron Fett's name doing there? Did he come up? Did, you won't say because you're not upfront and um, transparent. And I, again, it goes back to the Mickey Mouse analogy, which I think is going to continuously like be the best example. Like, you don't say that Daryl is in there wearing the Mickey Mouse costume. You never say it. You just keep, that's Mickey Mouse, son. Like, you, you keep telling me that that is Mickey Mouse. The video, I don't see Ryan Fest nowhere in there. Why ain't Ryan Fest in the video? Well, because he didn't perform it. Okay. <laughs> so, how would I know that Ryan Fest has anything to do with it when I just look at the video and when, it's, when, they, when they say the song comes on, they say, yo, Kanye West, Jesus Walks. Like, these are all things, like, it's all of these platforms are giving me the information at a low... And, and just as they do with Michael Jackson, no one ever said Rod Temperton and then Michael Jackson. No one ever said that, but hip-hop is... You give this impression, and then I do my research, I find out... And that's what I'm saying about Jay-Z. You go blah, 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 and then I do my research and find out two of those blahs aren't even yours. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Well, I, <laughs> what? I mean, the Michael Jackson to walk around singing Thriller, and then we do the research, and we're like, Mike, you didn't even write Thriller. You got me. I, I did not. I did not write it. I... You well, wait, are good, so wait, how do we know? They did they come out and say that it wasn't written it's by Mike? More, it's it's it, it is more tra- yeah, it's just more transparent. It's, it's more transparent. It's on the album. And 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 Mike, you will find Mike. It's like, yeah, I love Rod Temperton. I went and got him to write my song because I, okay, I, 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 I appreciate Somebody it. else wrote so like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember the lady's okay, name, like she wrote Man in the Mirror. Yeah. Like and so, yeah. you know, like it's out there that like And he'll be like, Yeah, you know, I mean Michael Jackson. I mean, this is not this is not a secret. Michael Jackson didn't write many songs. Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't. He, he's not. That's not his thing. But that's not R and B's thing. Like it's the I, the, the difference is that because I, because hip hop emceeing is an element of hip hop, one of the key elements, and as, for the most part, that element says you are supposed to like like you said. There's, I mean, maybe there's a discipline, but that that's almost a rule. Like. Yeah, MC is, is a is like that. You're supposed to do that, so I think that is the difference between R and B and it. R and B is yo. All I need you to do is sound good. We'll get somebody else to write it for you. We'll get somebody else to do the music. Mm-hmm. But R and B is about your voice needs to be fire. So that's why we can have Whitney Houston acapella because her voice is gonna mm-hmm. carry the song. But when it comes to an MC, like no, your your words carry this, and that's that's the difference. So it's our it's our uh, our definitions. I, I think it's just the rules that have been in terms. It's the hidden definition. It's yeah, the, I was gonna say. You know, I use this. I, I probably used this before. I'm not a baseball fan, but somebody was telling me. I feel like I probably got the numbers wrong because I don't like baseball at that level. But I feel like if you have a five run lead, you're not supposed to steal second or third. Really? Like there's no there's no rule book. Mm-hmm. It's just disrespectful. <laughs> but it's like the other day I'm watching the news and I was I was like, oh these guys, this guy hit a home run. And he flung his bat in a fashion that was disrespectful. Uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a written rule. Hey, man, just set the bat down. It's not a written rule. Like, there's no penalty. Like, he didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't throw a flag. Just, come on. Hit the home run. Have some class. That's what it is. And so it's it's like, but I don't, and, and that's what I like about, there's a guy playing tennis the other day. I love this dude. I got to find his name. This is a dude playing tennis. But I've never seen this before in my life. 
he was he was getting the dude was serving so fast he wasn't even trying to hit him he just turned his back and so then later on the dude was like yo why didn't you even try uh, somebody was asking him like why didn't you even try to hit it hit the serve why didn't you even try he said dude he serves it like 130 miles an hour you try to serve it he's like but you're a professional tennis player mm-hmm. like so i still don't when i started hitting it back then what happened you started coming back yeah i was t- i was resting this is like <laughs> <laughs> no one does that. No one. When the ball comes over, you're supposed to try, even if you look stupid trying. He's like, no, nah, I'm not gonna look stupid trying to hit that thing. He's hitting it. He's hitting it hell hard. No, nah, I'm good. And so all of these unwritten rules make the culture say, eh, I mean, we never really discussed this openly, publicly, but everybody knows behind closed doors. Like, I mean, like I said, it's an unwritten rule, man. Freestyle. And that's why I don't even understand. Like I see on I see on mixtapes, it'd be like, you know, Joe Button free. I'm not saying Joe Button. I don't want to say Joe Button. It'd just be somebody's freestyle, and then it won't be a freestyle. It'd just be like they just use the word freestyle. Like, why? Why did you say freestyle? It mm. sirens. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. why did you yeah, say? Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, we had to pay homage. We, <laughs> yeah, we had a moment of silence. And there's gonna be many, many more out of here. So, yeah. So, so. So again, I, I think you're right, Devin. I think it's the, it's not just the. I think uh, we can't leave it at the definitions. It's the unwritten say, definitions yeah. that or are supposed assumption. to be understood. But and to keep it real, I mean, this would be a whole other podcast. But the the very same thing could be said about producing. Like, I mean, Quincy Jones gets credit for a lot of stuff, but he got a team, and then it's mm-hmm. yo, let me send this to Quincy. Quincy puts thing, you know, put a little magic on it, and since it's a Quincy Jones production, but mm-hmm. Quincy ain't really do that. Like it's the same. Dr. Dre's the same way. Timbaland yeah. is the same yeah. way. Like they have teams of people that yo throw that symbol on there, put the little bounce there, whatever, and then they send it to Timbaland. All right. uh Take the symbol out. Think, think, oh, it's bomb, son! Yo, number one hit. Like, yo, can I get some love? Like, I was that was all of my track, and then they 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 altered one thing here or there. But it's the this the very I same thing. I think that's thing. the business side of that though, because at one point in time, all those producers were doing their own stuff. I, I agree, but so, I'm just I, I, I agree. And, and, and go and that goes back again. It could be said, and this is huge. Uh oh. Uh, my favorite comedian of I was just telling Landon my favorite my favorite comedian of all time my favorite black man like I I love like Eddie Murphy <laughs> my favorite uh, black man <laughs> was Malcolm X Martin Luther King right Eddie Murphy obviously I'm referring to only entertainment my favorite entertainment of all time entertainer of all time is Eddie Murphy like He's that dude black man. I don't know uh, if we we could rewind when we put it out way alright sorry go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, you're good. You all right? I'm yeah, straight. Um, even before my father, there's Eddie. No, like, <laughs> my great grandfather, and then there's Eddie Murphy. No, Eddie Murphy is my dude. Like that dude is is a comedic genius. Going back to tight leather raw, and then when everybody's kind of doing this whole Kevin Hart thing, and like, yo, Kevin is the greatest. And oh, then somebody started talking about writers. Kevin got a team. He does. Not, I know some of them cats. <laughs> so it's like, uh, is he still funny or not funny? Did Eddie Murphy have a team? Or, you know, like all of this. Mm-hmm. So it's like, did Chris Rock have you, a team? Right. Yeah. You know, Richard like, Pryor did. Yeah, Richard Pryor. Uh, Paul Mooney. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, again, Richard Pryor, still funniest dude on earth. That's, that's, the, that's Richard. But. Do we? How do? Why, why is it okay for Richard Pryor to have a team or a person? Mm-hmm. And then when? Because I mean, I people, 
soon as the, the, the conversation about Kevin Hart was, it was just like this, this, again, going back to the Mickey Mouse thing, it's like, oh, how dare he? I thought he was doing, like, well, okay, it's still funny, though, right? Like, <laughs> right yeah. it's just, it, people write jokes for people yeah. all the time, but it was just like something about Kevin Hart. That, I, I, I give you a good example, man. Eric Benet. I probably used this before because I, I never I had never seen anything like this up close. Like Eric Benet, like when he was in his in his, in his prime, he was that dude. The ladies loved him. He was singing songs about missing his wife and raising his daughter and I love you like you never been loved and you know kiss your dreams away and all this stuff. Eric Benet, oh we love you, Eric. Panties on stage, Eric. He's that dude. Mm. He started dating. Um, Halle, um, and I know my, my wife was listening. She, her name is not Halle Berry, but in the black community, all men call her Halle Berry. That's what, what we is call her. What is her name? Oh. It's, it's not. It's not how you pronounce her name. I don't want to try. I, I, was, I, I, did, I would have known no different. Yeah. <laughs> Halle Berry is what I'm calling. <laughs> Halle Berry. Um, she, she started dating Eric Benet. They get into. I think he. I, I know for a fact he cheated, he cheated on her. On her yeah. Album sales plummet. Mm. What happened? We thought that what you were singing was real. It was real. He's like, I never, <laughs> I never said. I just was singing. Women around the world stopped buying his album because he cheated. Same thing happened with Usher. Usher's confession sales went will, will to, the, to this day be the greatest album of his life because we all thought it was true. Yeah, that's real. And it was JD's story. It. And he was like. <laughs> No, oh. it was just I was just writing songs like dog. It, it felt so real, dog. I had to buy it, dog. Yeah. I think it was. It. I think it was actually Jermaine Dupri. So I heard. I think. I think oh, Denise told me. I think. I think my wife told me that. I think she said that it was Jermaine Dupri's. Like that was a story of his. Uh, and so then they, because again, I think JD wrote a lot of those lyrics. Like and yeah. So but and because it, it because but everybody thought it was Usher and, and Chili. Yeah, right, it, yeah. It, it, exactly. Mm-hmm. It was close to the whole Usher Chili thing. They broke up yeah. right after they break up. His album his comes album out. Come We're thinking, oh, maybe this is why they broke up. Yeah. Like, this song and mm-hmm. let it burn. And yep. man, this is this is he telling yeah. all his business. <laughs> like, oh, I ain't telling none of my business. <laughs> none of that stuff is true. But again, we bought it because we thought it was true. We thought we it, it and it didn't. No one ever said it had to be a true story. But it just something about when you feel like. That, if that dude wrote that song and then got up there and said those words, man, he's the greatest. Now, you have where it's like, uh, I did say those words, but he wrote it and they wrote it. And we kind of got, it just, it Dude, just takes away from it. It just takes away. Well, so at the end of the day, <laughs> ghost riders stay ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I mean, yeah. Because, you stay ghost, uh, it, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. I mean, it's it's convoluted. We got ghost riding. We got Biden. We got borrowing. We got paying homage. We got collaboration. <laughs> we, we got, got it's referencing. Just, it's so we got Jay Z. Jay Z's a whole category. <laughs> Ended up his own family. You Jay Z. It's uh, it's a whole lot, yo. But uh, so thank you, Meek Mill, for spawning this whole uh, hour and a half long podcast, Man. essentially. Uh, but I mean, I had a good time. Like again, sometimes it's we just not gonna agree on certain stuff. Sometimes it's just not. It's not a, a clear cut line. That's why we love hip hop, yo. So, so um, at the end of the day, good. going around. Are y'all okay with ghostwriting? <laughs> nope. I don't like it, yo. Um, I mean, I, I guess it happens, but I don't want to know about it. 
I, I, I think... For the most part. Yeah, I think that would be... I think I would have to say, again, for the most part, going back to using the, the Eazy-E, Ice yeah. Cube, I was cool. Dr. Ice Dre. Cube, Ice Rhymes, mm-hmm. that I say, I'm, I'm cool. I'm I cool. really wish... I, I, part of me... I, I really... Part of me deep down wishes that Ice Cube broke that. And Easy E just went with it. I doubt that he did, but I feel like it would just be a great story if Ice Cube was like, "Yeah, I actually wrote Ice Cube Ooh, rice lines that I say," and Easy E went ahead and did it. Like, went ahead and said it. I think that'd just be a great story. And, and so there's there's the Easy E moments, and then there's the ah, uh, I don't know, like Jay Z co-writing or ghostwriting Steel Dre, like. Eh. I just really, I don't know. you know, but Dre got all this stuff ghostwritten. I, know. I I know, but again, Royce wrote for him. Know it. I don't want to know it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I know. Right, is that? Do you feel the same way for Diddy? Because I mean, Big wrote a lot of Diddy, Diddy stuff too. I don't care about. But, that. <laughs> I, I I I believe so, so that if somebody uh, grabs I your heart, it can't I be ghostwritten. One eyed toddler wrote for Diddy. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what. Uh, okay, but like, but so but 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 you. You're, but but for Dre at least, because I, I always thought I mean you know I think everybody knew he it's got like it ghostwritten, but you 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 almost wish he had written those. Yeah, it was just like. Uh, see, I never I mean, had that problem. You coming from NWA? This is like you. I mean, how do you? But he was getting ghostwritten for NWA. I understand, but it's like I mean, were you listening when Ice Cube was writing? I mean, like, were you taking notes? I mean, <laughs> I, I mean something. Just just again, it just like it just kind of. Really, Dre? Like, okay, you had to go get Jay Z for that one. Okay, all right. Yeah, Mine is bad that it's Jay Z because yeah, Royce of yeah, yeah. Nine to written for Dre, M to no, written I, for Dre. Again, I mean, everybody I'm just, has. Just answering, Dev, just answering Dev's question, whole, you know, com, you know, holistically and completely. Like, man, ABC, you know, the group ABC, like another bad creation. Like, I don't care if if Bell Biv DeVoe wrote for them. I, I, good, it's great, okay. But like I said, Nas, like man, I, listen. Oh no, no. Now. If Nas did not write Illmatic, please. Hip hop is dead. Me. Yo, <laughs> I will agree with you that hip hop is dead if it ever came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a long just, shot too. He will yeah. never say this ever. <laughs> I, I just don't want to know, man. I don't want to know. I mean, I, I feel like that. So the answer to your question is, in, in some instances, and I think you brought it. You painted a very a vivid picture early on, Dad, when you're talking about. Drake, like you, you popping your collar, like yeah, I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. You know, you know, I'm the best. I'm the best. Like I don't know, like dude, you can't hold on you with all the collar popping if, if, you, if you're not writing your lyrics. Your like, first two mixtapes are the only thing that's written. You can't say <laughs> you're the greatest. I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, so what, what, what's your final thoughts? My, my final thoughts is uh, with ghostwriting. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring up this ratio thing. <laughs> if you 60 40, no. <laughs> no, but to a sense, if it's some of your most authentic work and you saying that it's you and you telling these stories, it has to be you. You can't ghostwrite that because we're feeling it, we're thinking it's you. You're Can you collaborate? Whose fault is that? Can you collaborate? Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't ask you to feel it. I just, I mean, I, I asked you to feel it. I didn't ask you to think it was true. Like, I. I just I just put a song out. But I, I mean, mean was, people I, well, people say people it's true. If all people the time. out here talking about relationships with their moms and stuff like that, like that just can't be go. So you mean tell me you and your moms didn't get into it while you was in the basement? And you know what I mean, like that. 
That just so really wait, 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 okay, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait. Is taller than you? But wait, this is, but this is important. This is important. If, all right, let's say, uh, let's say Kanye, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, mama. And, you know, oh, he's talking man. about, like, we on the kitchen floor crying or whatever. What if he said, I want to express this moment and somebody else wrote it for him? It's still real. It still happened. He's still the one saying it. Is, is it cool to ghostwrite it now because it's still his experience it's just from somebody else's that's words? That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> just saying. There's certain instances, there's certain instances where people, artists want you to relate to it. I think everybody has a hey mama. Some, you know what I mean? They Somewhere do. Deep down sure. inside. So it's, that's more like a yo. You know what I mean? Not I everybody got it. I got it from your example. I mean, actually, everybody does. You know what I mean? I, like, there's a lot of people that has a yeah, hey mama. I mean, a, a confessions moment. I don't know. That goes into a different thing, man. Like, I, if you literally saying I'm from Bronx, da da da, we selling weed on the block, <laughs> crack on the block, and then that's not you. But yeah, but that yeah, that's a whole. Basically, thing. Like, I landed. I, I, I got. I got. I got a way to end it for you. There's there's a difference between, you know, the Motown sound being songs written, produced by a group of people, sung by different groups, coming out of the same studio, and a CB4 like situation, where you rapping about stuff that never even happened because. Somebody else is just you. Just basically, see before it was it was all fake. It wasn't that the songs weren't dope, but people mm-hmm. were feeling them. They were like, "Yo, mm-hmm. yes." Mm-hmm. I don't want to repeat any of the names of the songs from see before, but <laughs> the, they they were they they made the claim like we we came out of jail. Yeah. This is what we're all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 we're hardcore. I didn't shot and killed a couple of people, and so we like, man, I feel that I didn't shot and killed a couple <laughs> people too myself, dog. And then you like, wait a minute, dog, you you ain't done none of this stuff. That's CB4-ish, man. Like, you can't... And and again, I'm not saying Drake hadn't done any of the stuff that was ghostwritten. It's just a matter of the the, the authentic imagery that you're giving us. We like, oh, man, I thought that was you. Nah, not at all. It's it's Vanilla Ice, man. (laughs) Like, come on, dog. So, yeah, I guess guess that's the thing. And and I guess I'll say with the music nowadays, if it's a 10 band, you living it up, I'm not really caring about the ghostwriting. But if yeah. you so talking the about concept. some okay. things, you know what I mean. If you talk, it's the kind. If you talking about some things that you literally are expressing, it's like a confessional, and you lying to the priest, like you. See, you I, still, I still, I would still have a problem with that though. Like even if it's not, like I don't know. Uh, I mean, Ted Bands. I mean, I think Dev. That's a good. That's a great example. Like, I mean, or or. Or, or for example, uh, Q, like OG Bobby Johnson. Like I love that song, but I don't care if he wrote it or not. Mm-hmm. Like it just see, I don't, uh, I, I don't know. He, that's he getting anything in there that's made me like okay, I'm I'm connecting that directly to Q. He just, I mean, Tato on the barrel, keep quiet. I mean, uh, okay, that's what we yeah, we're but but but, but I but I mean, and and again, I mean, and maybe I just because of the way I listen. I, so I, there's a couple of ways that I listen, right? Like one is. I um, one I listen for what are the different complex like us as human beings are complex right so we have a kind of turn up uh, element we have a real introspective element we have a sad you know we're sad at times we're joyful at times so I want the artist 
if that's what you're conveying, I want that to be you in the moment that you wrote it. I also think that because a lot of people, when they write, if, especially if you're trying to be lyrical, I don't care if you really saying something deep or not. If you want to say, yo, I'm MC number one, even if it's just a metaphor you write, and I want to know that came from your brain and not somebody else's, and then you out here talking about, yeah, like, I'd go toe-to-toe with anybody. No, you won't, because that line that you said, even in the in the song that was not really talking about nothing, that was still a dope line, but you didn't come up with it. So that's where it gets tricky for me is, you know, I want to... Kendrick, if Kendrick didn't write back Backseat Freestyle, it wasn't about nothing, it was... He might have said, "Yo, I need somebody to write like a like a twelve year old kid from Compton." Like, but no, I want to know. Like, did that come from your experience as a twelve year old kid in the backseat uh, of the car in Compton? Like, and if it didn't, feel, that strips from the you know what I mean that that takes away from the whole element. That, so, I, and and I think and and again, I I, I think I, I think I agree and didn't even and and and. And just trying to have like a, a window for it's okay in some instances, but I feel you because I'm honestly, I, I, I lied when I told you I, I don't care if Q wrote OG Bobby Johnson. I actually, <laughs> I actually thought about it after when the words were coming out, and I was like, why did I say that? I, I actually, I need him to write that. Like I that that song is the reason why if I ever had leverage and pull authority and and, and financial power, I want to meet Q. So, <laughs> Yo, your work on OG Bobby Johnson, man. The way you put the tater on the anime and make the girl be quiet, like it, it, it impressed me. It really moved me, bro. Like I, I envisioned the potato on the end of a barrel when you said that. I, I just did. Yo, I mean, anyway, so it's a compli- it's complicated, yeah, it's, man. It's, it's, I think it's complicated. Very, it's it's, it's very know. complicated. That's all we can say. Very complicated. So uh, we we talked for over an hour to just an hour and a half. Hour and a half, and the answer is we still don't. We know. still don't know. We still don't. <laughs> I have no idea. So, anything oh, else? The, be- oh. the best we can do is the sixty forty split, dog. Like this. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We need this ratio, pop man. As long as you're uh, <laughs> at what ratio? As long as are you, you write more songs. Are you than... eligible? Are you eligible to be in the ranks? Of top MC, you gotta write more percentages what's, of what's your songs that, than Shaq made ratio? free throws in his career. And then, then yeah. if you're below that limit, then you uh, you're officially a fighter. <laughs> you're officially been go had a ghostwriter. You're officially uh, disqualified. Yeah, if you 59.9 percent. <laughs> Yo, well, but, anything else, y'all? Before I mean, it don't even gotta be about this, but before we uh, before we hop off. I mean, you said it. You said it earlier, man. I think my only thing is, uh, folks in LA, be safe. Yeah. A lot of craziness going on right now, um, and and just as as a black man, um, period, living in this country, um, police brutality is 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 at a rate. Um, it, it's just going. It's just ridiculous, man. Are, are people like black man and black like, woman? I, I, I just left a meeting where we were saying. Something is happening every day. Yeah. Now, not not saying that it doesn't happen every day, but I'm mm-hmm. saying at a national level where it's like, what? Wait, she got what? Wait, mm-hmm. more kids at the pool getting like it's just total chaos, man. It's total chaos. So, um, I, I say that to say be aware, and um, I, I hope that whether you're ghostwriting or speaking yourself that. When you have opportunity to say something about this stuff, speak speak on it. Now we have a podcast and we have you as listeners, which is great. But if you have the voice, I, I really 
feel like I would have, you know, I, w- I much rather would have had Meek or Drake or Lupe discussing police brutality, uh, black women being killed in prison, you know, uh, 50 million other things that you can discuss mm-hmm. and we talk about ghostwriting. We talking about practice? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, right. it, 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 and, uh, and, and very much in the spirit of I, Allen Iverson when he was talking about how he lost his best friend and we talking about practice. Mm-hmm. There's much more things more important than ghostwriting. Um, I love hip hop, but you know, not with that being said. I love hip hop. With that being said, we we got to we got to do more than just talk about this too. Somebody something's got to be done. So I, until then, um, my, my shout outs are, you know, we need to be conscious of the fact that that the police are, are overstepping their boundaries, in in, in more ways than one, and um, I will continue to be in these streets and in the buildings trying to save these kids until we get it right. Yeah, most Dev, you got uh, anything before we wrap? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be out these streets for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep your head low. It ain't enough uh, protection <laughs> or bulletproof vest that covers all areas. Nah, but real talk, just you know, uh, about the ghost riding and, and stuff like that. Just, just keeping keeping it authentic is kind of what it what rap started off with. So. I think I think it shouldn't be too much, and I think with the commercialization of hip hop, that uh, it it kind of gave a pass, we would call it, to some ghostwriting just to keep content coming. But like Lupe said in his letter, that being an art form first, and I kind of we touched on an art form of rap since the beginning of our podcast that. Is some people out there who take their penmanship really mm-hmm. serious, and that is the art form of hip hop. So we can't keep, we can't completely let that, you know, throw that out the window or let it be saturated to the point where we're fully accepting ghostwriting. Because mm-hmm. when it first started, everybody was trying to write their own stuff. You know what I mean? So yeah, man. I, I'll, uh, Mylon, I'll kind of echo your sentiments real quick, uh, just because, like, like I said at the beginning of the show, I know that it's this. Uh, Today, in particular, man, just with all the, you know, Sandra Bland might have been already dead when they took the money. Just regardless of whether it's true or not, yeah, just like man. there is, it, it's so many things. I saw another video today of this young black man being arrested and the cop punching him two times, calling him outside of his name. I won't repeat what he said, but, and then as they were getting into the car, you know, somebody's recording. And one of the there was two police officers there. One of them said, "Yeah, I bet you got that all on film too." I mean, clearly out of bounds what they were doing, and yet I'm scared that we've now gotten to a point where before it was like, "Oh, maybe something will happen." There's cameras out here, like police just kind of weren't aware that more and more people were capturing, and now it's like we don't care no more. Um, and so all I'll say is, again, I said at the beginning of the podcast. Um, and, and I'll say it now. I know that there's obviously a lot more things uh, that are more important than ghostwriting, what we talking about, what Meek Mill was talking about, and all of that. But at the same time, folks, I will say, ride, talk about it. Uh, if you out there marching, march. If you working with youth, work with those youth to the fullest extent, but also take care of yourselves. Like I know for me, this podcast is one of the ways that I'm able to do that because... I, you know, you need to break away sometimes. I know Facebook and social media and the news and everything else could be just oversaturated, just oversaturated with all these images, and it gets heavy. Like it weighs on everybody's brain. So take care of yourselves and then get back to the work at the same time. 
Um, so we thank y'all for listening, but uh, you know, we we gotta, as, as Mylon said, we gotta make sure that we uh, something's gotta be done. Something's gonna have to give because it's getting way, way, way out of hand. Um, so we, you know, everybody stay safe. Whether you in LA, in Chicago, in New York, in Oakland, and Philly, and wherever else, um, and we will catch y'all next week. Yes, sir. Uh, All right, black men. Deuce.